Ah, here we are. Welcome everybody back to another episode of Queen Chats where we are talking all about mental health um, within pageantry and beyond. Um, so I have an amazing queen who is being interviewed today. She's actually the winner of one of my Sparkle and Rhinestones Aspire to Inspire Awards. So you can tell her story is inspiring anyway. Um, but I will let you I will let her introduce her name and title. I'm Katie Donnelly and I am your Young European International Miss East Midlands. Yes, the yummy yeah. representing. Um, um. <laughs> so we will hopefully eventually get back on stage. April, uh, Easter, Easter, April will be um, the next time. So fingers crossed this pandemic eases down because uh, I think everyone is itching to get back on stage now um, but we are not here to talk about um, pageantry as such but we're discussing all about different parts of mental health um, how we discovered them what we do to combat it and just letting everyone who's listening know that pageantry is not just all about the glitz and glam there's so much more to it um, so Katie if you could just tell me um, how old you were um, when you discovered that there might not be something right with your mental health? Um, so when I first started feeling like there was something off, I was probably about 17. It wasn't, wasn't that long ago in the grand scheme of things, but I was actually diagnosed when I was 18. Okay. And how did you... Um... How did you get get to that position to be diagnosed? Um, how did that happen? It was actually it was a really strange uh, like situation. So I was having these really awful episodes where I was I was passing out regularly, mm-hmm. just randomly. Like there there didn't seem to be a bad pattern at the time. Um, and then it got to a point where I was just really ill, and I I needed to do something about it. Yeah. So I went to to the doctors to to get it sort of checked out and um they diagnosed me with anxiety like my anxiety and my panic attacks were getting so bad that I was ending up passing out without realizing that I was actually having a panic attack so it was very scary because obviously I I I personally have never heard of anyone having a panic attack so severe that they were passing out Mm. but I, I remember going in, into the doctors and explaining what was happening and explaining how they couldn't find anything wrong with me. And then he started asking me about my mental health and I just, I broke down in the doctor's office and he was like, yeah, you've got severe anxiety. Oh my goodness. Honestly, when you get into that doctor's room, you can be the strongest girl ever. And for you as well, especially, you've gone through so much already in your life. Get into that room and honestly, you just cry so much. It's that yeah. doctor's... <laughs> It's um, but one of the said- strange things because you just um, I I at the time didn't even realize how bad I was mm. until that very moment where I just I just couldn't hold it together anymore. Yeah. So what did they do? They diagnosed you. So what was the next steps? Did they give you medication? Did they um offer you any therapy or any self care tips? Um, what was the next process? So before this, I'd had some um, counselling um, for 
um, I'd, I'd been in and out of hospital with something similar, actually. And it, 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 it's something that had actually been happening since I was about 10 years old. Mm. Um, but obviously, um, for those that know me, mm. I thought it was my, because of physically I wasn't okay. Mm -hmm. Obviously now it starts to wonder, has it been going on for that long? Um, because it's the same problem that's just continued, but it just gradually got worse as I got older. Mm -hmm. I just couldn't find anything but yeah this this was just so I had the this counseling for a while and then um it wasn't I didn't really feel any different mm -hmm. uh, so and I went for a good few months and it just it felt more like a chore to just go and talk to this person like mm. it, it was really strange like it just to me speaking to a stranger just just didn't seem to to work as it does I'm sure it does for other people like a lot of people really benefit from it but for me it just it, it wasn't really for me so then when this actually happened they, they put me on some um, medication um to see if it would it would help because they they obviously the counseling and the therapy just wasn't really cutting it. <laughs> mm. How is the how is medication? Is that helped or? Uh, so I've been on it for about a year uh, now, and okay. it's it's changed a couple of times because at first, like you're getting used to it, they put me on mm. something like a really really low dose, like very low. And um, once like I got used to it, they kind of like raised it a little bit because it wasn't doing any difference. I was still getting the exact same reactions and the same you know sort of problems so mm. the higher dose seemed to work mainly um I'm not I'm not taking it anymore okay. um, recently just been taken off it so yeah and I mean it, it's helped it's, I still get I still get it like it's still panic a lot mm. <laughs> it, it's just I think it's about learning to manage it a lot to be honest um because I don't know if it will ever go away, mm. but I seem to deal with it better. If that if that really makes any sense, I'm not really sure if it does, but it it does completely. Um, yeah, anxiety is especially when you said about passing out. A lot of people don't know how physical having a panic attack can be. Yeah. They say well, it's the I same as know. a heart attack sometimes. I didn't even know that could happen. I I hadn't even considered the fact that I was having this anxiety like at all I never even it wasn't it never crossed my mind hmm. wow but I'm so glad that the medication did help and now you're off it um for those who are listening medication can help for so many different symptoms and um it's nothing to be ashamed of at all you said that yeah. counseling didn't help and it doesn't help some people is a great tool but different things work for different people um so you said about managing it yourself now what sort of things do you do if you feel if you feel anxious if you feel that something could come on um how do you deal with that now for me like at the moment it's just making sure that I talk to people about it because mm -hmm. keeping it to myself just doesn't work you, you can't you can't do it by yourself as much as a lot of people think that they're burdening people they love with their problems it's it's really important because you have these people that you trust for a reason like they're there for you especially like family and things like that like they would they don't want to see you struggle and it took me a really long time to realize that it was okay to to reach out and talk to people because you find that a lot of people end up having the same sort of worries so it's not it makes you feel a little bit 
better knowing that you're not the only one that can feel like that because I think mental health issues can make you feel very lonely Mm. when really there are so many other people that are there and that have been through similar things honestly that's why we do these queen chats because it's amazing how many how many pageant girls and I said when you look on the surface you see all the surface even not service the surface you'll see all these happy smiley faces on stage and and all the glitz and glam but there's so many girls who've gone through so many the same situations um so going on to pageantry how did did that help or did that hinder your mental health oh no it helps 100 when i whenever i'm doing an event or i'm getting involved with an event or or something or anytime I'm on stage I as much as pageant weekend can stress you out a little bit you know <laughs> the timings and stuff it's it's been the best thing I've ever done mm. it really has and it still gets really hard trying to explain it to people because <laughs> you know you, everyone every pageant girl knows the misconceptions of pageantry so yeah, it is really hard, like trying to explain, especially to new people, why you yeah. do pageants and what pageants really are. But um, it's it's definitely helped because I've met so many other people that I have been able to, in the long run, like be able to talk to and be friends with, and you know, like a big support network. You, I think people they don't realize how big pageantry can be and how many like how much of a, a sisterhood it really is and I know that word gets thrown around a lot <laughs> in pageants but it, it is it really is and it's I mean I have so many friends from Yemi from Galaxy from every you know sort of different thing that either I've done I've, I've got friends from from systems I haven't even competed in because we just mm. meet people and it's it's really rewarding, which makes the 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 bad stuff really good, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The good way outweighs the bad. When you've got something to look forward to, like a pageant weekend or something like that. Well, of course, with everything that's happened pandemic-wise, we haven't got that many um, things yeah. in the calendar at the moment. Um, but how have you found? this new change um because not only is of course the new pageant events but also you started a new chapter in your life because you're now at university um yes. so how has that been for you uh so when I really struggled at first when all of this started to happen mm. I, I think it was just I remember when we first got told that lockdown was happening and I sat in my room for ages and just cried. Mm. And it was just because the thought of not being able to go anywhere because it was a coping mechanism, like going yeah. out and seeing people and socialising and, you know, things like that. It it was my main help. And I had to find other ways of feeling okay by mm. like by myself, like making myself happy and even though you should be the reason for your own happiness, and I fully believe in that, it is sometimes really hard because you have to learn to be able to do it. it it's not something that just, just happens. Yeah. But, um, like, now, it, it's not so bad. I was really disappointed, obviously, with Yemi being cancelled because that was another thing that I was, you know, looking forward to. I'm like, okay, yeah. I've got to get to this day, and then this is going to happen, and it's going to be fine, and we're going to have fun. 
obviously that got moved. Um, and I was okay. I was that night. I felt really down, but after that, it was like it's okay. I've got more time. I could do this. Um, but yeah, it was really disappointing. Just the fact that you don't you don't get to see people that you you want to see because you don't see pageant girls. You know, all the time the pageant pe- pageant network don't always get together very often. It depends on where you're from. It yeah. does, yeah. You, you have to spot a pageant girl in the wild. They're not. They're very hard to spot. <laughs> but now, now I'm at uni. It's um, it's it's quite good because I realised that I needed to get into you know sort of settled into uni first for mm. worrying about Yemi and I think that's actually really helped me in the long run but yeah uni's great I've been here for a week now just over a week um I have really good flatmates which is one of my main I, I was really an- anxious about meeting new people especially like living with new people mm. that was like my main worry but I really got a good deal with these guys they're they're amazing and they're really helpful like if I need anything they they are really helpful in helping me and it's just really nice like to know that I have this these people that would help me out that have only known me for a week. Like it's 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 really good and it's really nice and I'm having a lot of fun. <laughs> that that's amazing as well, especially uh uni does definitely it can be very tangent, but you've already got such a good support network and your friends and that's gonna be you know, make it makes or breaks the college uh, the college, the university experience for mm-hmm. sure. And yeah, so this lockdown, it, it's definitely affected a lot, but it's been a blessing in disguise that we didn't know we needed. Yeah. I'd like to say. Um, <laughs> yeah, me. I to think about the positive aspect. Oh, for sure. Um, so is there anything that you would like to say to someone who um, may be suffering with anxiety or, or maybe looking to get a little bit of help? Um, what would you say to them? I think that they they definitely need to know that it's okay to get professional help mm-hmm. because a lot of people, they I know a lot of people that have been really anxious or really scared about like going to someone professional because they feel like they're giving up, like yeah. the last resort sort of thing. The same with medication. Like if that is what you need, then that's what you need to make you know to get better and I, I think a lot of people have made it a taboo and uh, a thing that is like frowned upon but it's not like if you need it then you need it and I think that it's okay to need it and I think a lot of people need to remember that it is okay to need it honestly yes um anxiety is so common as well one in three people will have anxiety and medication is so readily available now and you know if you had a cold you're straight to the pharmacy trying to get as many things as you can to yeah. get rid of it even though some of those things don't help you're like yep I'm gonna chuck that in my basket let's try out all the things all the home remedies so it should be exactly the same when talking about your mental health and yeah. um, for sure although you know the same remedies I guess for colds and stuff can help relax you if you're feeling anxious <laughs> yeah I think also one one another thing that I would probably suggest is is to do the things that you like to do mm. so like if I'm feeling specifically down one day I'll just go into my room and you know have a little sing song or I'll I'll start 
writing because that's one of the things that I really love to do as well it's just I think it's, it's about it's about making making yourself like happy and trying to do the things that you like to do to be able to not forget but to you know have your mind working in other ways than just being mm. that and because I think just sitting and thinking can really be what they can be worse mm-hmm. you need to sort of like occupy your mind to be able to deal with the real problem um because I think when you sit down and you just think you you, you start thinking of all the worst things like the things yeah. that you probably don't even really have to worry about but you do anyway because that's the way your mind is working at that specific point so yeah definitely occupying yourself um in healthy ways (laughs) do the healthy stuff (laughs) yeah the distraction technique and it's also it's comfort of especially if you're suffering with anxiety is the comfort of having something that you know already like watching your favorite show you know exactly yeah, what's going to happen um you know exactly the outcome uh another thing of anxiety is grounding so if you do feel like you're getting too many thoughts it's you know it's be, I always feel my wall, my bed, because I always get my uh, anxiety attack late at night. Of course, you get settled. You're like, yes, I've got. Can yeah. I get eight hours sleep? Yeah. No. Here we go, mine. Mine to work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's yeah. always like that, isn't it? The moments, it's the moments where you're you get a minute to yourself, mm. and you get that time in your head to think. That's when the the thoughts like to come out and play when you really just want to shut your brain down all the fun um but yes some of the stuff that you said was really good and I'm glad that it seems you're in a much more positive place now if you don't mind me saying yeah I mean it really did take a long time Mm. and I wasn't in a good place for a really long time and I think I'm just really glad that now I can sort of see the other side. I'm I'm nowhere near a hundred percent, like, mm-hmm. but I'm not. I'm nowhere near where I was, and it's it's about realizing how much you've improved, not about how much you've got left to go. Yeah, because even a little bit of improvement is better than what you suffered with in the beginning, and I think it's it's very important to to remember that because. You, you can look and see how far the road is and think I'm never going to get there. But then you do that without looking back and realising that you can't even see where you started from. So I think for me, it's just, yeah, you, you've got to realise the, the the little steps in the end are going to make a big impact, even if you've got a long way to go. Definitely. We, we, don't, we don't look back and think this is how much we've achieved. We only focus on the end result and it's it's the journey there with anxiety it will never go away as such but you know you'll have that roller coaster ride as they say um but also you've got the the bigger achievements you know you've, you've come so far from the darker days and now you're into the light there may be a, a light switch that might go off you might go back but we can always find the switch again yeah um 
But oh, it's been absolutely amazing to chat to you today. Yeah, um, you too. I always love our chats. <laughs> um, I, I'm so excited to see you on stage eventually. But just to see you thrive, it's just so nice. Um, I love it. I love it. It makes me happy. <laughs> so thank you so much for speaking to me today. Thank you for wanting to to talk to me. <laughs>